0: And to tell us more about this, we're joined on the line by Ferial Adam, who is a team leader at 350.org. Uh, thanks for speaking to us this morning, Ferial.
1: Thanks for having me, and good morning to everyone.
0: Now, Ferial, firstly, uh, what are some of the key issues expected to be covered at the summit?
1: Okay, so, I, I mean, it's it's a continuation of the discussions that have been going on for, as you know, 21 years. Um, that's why it's called 21. And it's supposed to try and get to a deal um, at this point, Um where we can actually say that we need to have committed responses to reducing our greenhouse gas emissions from governments. And that is the key thing. The other thing that, it, that has been going on, and you mentioned COP17, and you'll remember the whole thing about finance, that we need to have um, uh, developed countries putting in money into a pocket or into a bank account that would be able to fund mm. the least developing countries to actually adapt or you know, deal with climate change. And up to now, there's still nothing in that pot of money. So it's supposed to reach some kind of progress during this uh, summit um, as we stand.
0: So what will it take to make sure that there are some tangible takeouts from this summit?
1: Well, for a long time, you know, many civil society organizations, local community organizations have been going to the COP and trying to uh, enforce change within the whole Structure of the UNFCCC. But, you know, for a long time now we're saying that that is also not working. So, 350 has for some time saying that the change has to come from the people. So, it has to be where we put pressure on our national governments to enact change. And that is what we're saying. So, that is why we're having all of these events globally to say to our governments that you need to listen to what we, the people are saying and not having political games at the COP when you go to the negotiations and not actually come out with a deal.
0: Are the governments actually listening, though? Um, In some cases, not entirely,
1: but there are moves that are showing that it's not just the people that are moving uh, things. If you look at the United States, they, they, they were planning this big pipeline, which is called the Keystone Pipeline and it was coming from Canada into the United States for oil. And for a long time, that project was not going anywhere, and people objected. There was civil disobedience. And after quite a number of years, President Obama now said that it's not affordable to go ahead with the pipeline and that actually the U.S. cannot contribute more to, to greenhouse gas emissions. So in some ways, you're having those gains. In other places, like Ghana, for example, um, the Ghanaian government was planning to build a coal-fired power station and with communities objecting on the ground for because of climate change reasons as well as pollution, water use, um, that project was stopped in the area that it was planned and now they're moving it somewhere else. So you have temporary stops, but I think that people's voices are making a difference.
0: And then just finally, Fairiel, um, for security reasons, there won't be marches in Paris, uh, but what kind of activities are expected to take place all the same? Um, I'm still
1: getting information on what is going to go on in Paris directly. They might just have a human chain, uh, so not exactly a march, because as you know, what happened, um, the French government has a state of security for three months, so we, there's no marches allowed. So but, but, but people who are going to the COP will have some kind of activity around, uh, they, they, it won't be a march as big as we were planning. But I think that is why we're saying if this could not go down in March in, in, sorry, in Paris, then we need to amplify our voices around the world. And that's what we're doing. And just so you know, in South Africa, while in the, in the press release we didn't mention South Africa, but we do have events happening in South Africa. And if I could just share that with you quickly. Um, there's a march in Cape Town, there's a march in Durban, there's a march in Howick, and there's a march in Rustenburg that 350.org knows about. Uh, 350.org and Avaaz, um have jointly organized those. But there is another one that's not organized directly by any of us, and it's organized by a national NGO, and that is happening tomorrow in Johannesburg.
0: So um, what we'll do is we'll put up your details and people can go and have a look at where these marches are taking place. Thank you so much there, Ferial Adam from 350.org.